Life is full of personal wins. I'm still waiting for mine. Whether it's cleaning your house or getting that dream car, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling your home and auto. Chrissy, you're always on top of all of this. Well, I am very deficient in some areas, but this is not one of them. I also love how personal State Farm is. I love my State Farm agent, Mike. Shout out to Mike. And guess what? Today, you guys can talk to a State Farm agent to learn how to bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, wait for it, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount on discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Summer is almost here, you guys, and I'm so excited. I know like a lot of you, you're planning vacation with your friends and family, and I'm trying to pack light. This is something I've been working on. I have a tendency to overpack, so I'm shopping Macy's for new shoes that I can wear all day with anything and not have to bring 75 different pairs. And I'm also excited to lay out in the sun and own the day with key pieces from Macy's, like new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi skirts. I am ready to relax and look and feel great. So remember, just shop Macy's.com slash own your style to look and feel great. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey now. Hi. Dun, 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 dun. Big day for Aaron and I here on Calm Down Podcast. One of our favorite people, Heather McMahon. She is everyone's best friend. This girl is hysterical. Guys love her, girls love her. She's all the things. I cannot wait to talk to her. If you don't know her, you have to follow her on Instagram. She's all the things. We just love her. She is. She's the person when I watch her Instagram, I can't, you can't have the volume off because what she's saying is so hilarious and relatable. And it's always what I'm sending you, my girlfriend, Megan, my girlfriend, Jackie. I'll make Jarrett watch it. Jarrett now knows her because she's so funny. Her voice is so recognizable that um, he's always like, oh, is that your girl? Is that your girl? And I actually reached out to her because she was having a rough go with a round of fertility that she was very open with. And it didn't go well. She had to stop in the middle of it. And I was just like, listen, been there six times, got it, whatever you need. And it's crazy because I feel like, you know, those are the things that people kind of bond over. And mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like she's my best friend, but she is, a, she's a time. I We got to go to Atlanta. I'm actually going to be in Atlanta for a Thursday night game this year if you want to come. Oh, hell and yeah. And I, I want to work on Thursday. Like, I want to. No, you may, but um, I want to go like there two days early and go to her favorite restaurant, meet her husband, meet her mom, go golfing, all the things. Yeah, we will talk to her in just a little bit. As I mentioned, follow her on Instagram. It's at Heather K. McMahon. Her, her, her description of herself just says it all. Comedian with a thick neck and thin ankles doing the most. She's oh, yeah. a time. So more with her in a little bit. But first, sister, how was your weekend? our new sort of thing that we're introducing here on the podcast because we're making it up as we go. You're high and you're low. 
What do you got? The high and the low. Um, I don't really know. It was a very chill weekend. My sister came over. We were laughing about the tattletale episode <laughs> that we had. I did get it wrong. I would like to clarify it here oh. on Calm Down Podcast. I didn't tell my mom and dad about her smoking. She told my mom about it. And my mom's like, oh, please, if that's the worst thing. And then what I did tell, she did a keg stand in junior high. Oh. And I ran out the door and told. And she was so very upset with still me. still a tattletale just for yep. a different thing. Okay, got it, and, got it. And later in life, later in life. So yeah, no, very chill weekend. Hung out with some friends and we had a great time. Yeah, a lot of hockey going on in our house. The playoffs are happening. My husband used to play for the Edmonton Oilers, so he's very dialed in on that. I'm dialed in on the Tampa Bay Lightning series, which I'll go ahead and plug our IG. I was losing my mind. I checked in on the Calm Down podcast. They were down during the game, so I was, you know, doing, oh, I need to calm down. And Jared's, like, yelling at me because I live and die with every goal, every shot on goal, every save. Vasilevsky, let's go. You heard me. So Jared's, like, calm down. And I was like, you know what? You freaking calm down because you don't know what it's like to be a fan. You're out there playing. This is how fans act in the stands. Mm-hmm. I was a thousand times worse when you played. So anyways, he leaves the room. Thank God, because I can't watch it with him. Then I go and I pour a, a, a tequila because I was like, you know what? I'm going to be in a better mood. I'm going to be looser. I'm going to be calmer. It's going to be great. I pour a tequila these guys score four goals after I poured the tequila. Hell yeah. I was like, it was in the second quarter. It was amazing. Who needs a rally cap? You got a rally nightcap no, is what you had. You got Don Julio. Mm-hmm. So I get on the Calm Down Podcast IG. I'm like praising Don Julio. I found my good luck charm. They lose. They lose by a goal. Fucking A. That's on yeah. them though, dude. You squander a four goal lead. Like that's on you. Right? I know. But anyways, amazing Saturday game. We've got a game in a few hours on this Monday. Got to close up this series. I mean, I'm really invested. But I do. I Then Saturday, I had to come downstairs and watch the game because I had to change it up. I couldn't watch up there where they lost. So we had to be down here. Me and Howie, daddy was not invited. We had to be by ourselves. They pulled it out. Oh, what do you God. got? How was your weekend? I know I'm not into any playoff series right now. I got to be honest. Like You texted me the other night about LeBron's nonsense. And I was like, I'm not even watching this. Like, I don't yeah. know why. I'm just not into. Why? Normally, I don't know. I think because it's like I'm not gambling on anything. So I'm not why? as invested. I don't know. Because I'm like saving my money right now or something. And like, got it. Got it. So, Understandable. <laughs> I'm not spending my money. Do, 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 do. Um, um, yeah. But no, you, I don't know. You maybe you know what? Sports and you love the storylines. No, I'm, I do. I'm shocked you. I do. I love all of that. So I, I, yeah, I don't know why. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll get behind it. What, what game we got tonight? What game is this for the Lightning? Game seven, There's a lot of six? hockey games, but it's different in my house because we have former, you know, teammates and wives that are associated know, but... with other games. Jared's involved in the Oilers, you know, alumni organization. I live and breathe the Lightning. So a lot of big games on tonight, but um, I don't know what's going on in basketball. I turned over the other yesterday to see the Knicks game because I kind of wanted to see the whole hoopla uh-huh. about it. That's exciting. Yeah, that's NBA good for the is Knicks. better when the Knicks are good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get back into it. By that I mean I'm gonna get my wallet out and so I can be oh. more invested. So in... you can't pay attention unless you're betting. What's the deal? I mean, is uh, that called an addiction or? Well, I don't know. My sponsors over there. I don't know. Um, no, oh. I, I don't know. I'm just I, I'll I'm into it probably because you know why I'm not talking about it daily. Think about it. Like once, yeah. you know, we're not in on a show that talks about sports daily anymore. So I'm just sort of a little checked out. I'm like throwing myself into a lot of house and home stuff lately. 
trying to get that company up and going. So anyways, but yeah. How is that going, by the way? Good. I'm, um, you know, anybody that needs their home virtually designed or if you're in the local area, Los Angeles or New York, I'd be happy to design your house. You know what's actually happening? Everyone's getting out of their house right now because of vaccinations. So they're not really interested in the pillows right now. But I understand. Yeah, it's the ebb and flow. It is what it is. I, I saw this, though, and I was reading an article and I, I thought of you, how they were talking about how to make your bedroom cozier, how to... And I'll say this about my girlfriend, Carissa. She can make your coffee table, and it's maybe the same coffee table you've been looking at for a year, and you're like, all oh, right, this isn't, you know, it, you can make a coffee table look fabulous. You can no. make a console look fabulous. And I will say, thanks. this article was talking about how everybody kind of just has been sitting there looking at the same crap in their house, and they want to refresh yeah. or redo because now people can come over. So if you feel like okay. you need a refresh, you need a redo, look up my girl. She mm. can do it virtually. You don't have to be here in LA. And I will tell you, little things like you've taught me, like just changing out your bed sheets, like mm. adding pillows, you know, changing out like different coffee table you. books and little knickknacks. That does go a long way. You think you're cute. You know, Jared, he walks around with a checklist and tries to figure things out. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. Yes, I am, you know, and we'll talk to Heather about it in a little bit later on because she's got a lot of different things going on and it continually yeah. trying to reinvent yourself. You know, I mean, all the success that you've had with where and yes, sports pays our bills, but there's a lot of other things that we like to do. I mean, even yeah. the podcast for, you know, example is something that is new for us, but something enjoyable and a new platform. She's got a wildly successful podcast. Um, we will talk to her about that and a whole lot more. What's something that you're excited to ask her about? I love, she was talking about the other day of going back on the road again and just like what that's like for a comedian. We know what it's like for as a sideline reporter mm -hmm. or a sports broadcaster, what, you know, the grind is like. But she talked about after shows, you know, there's nothing open except at Wendy's to have a chicken sandwich. And I'm like, mm -hmm. yep, I get it. Been there, you know, asked V to drive me to one after a game, <laughs> you know. Hey, V, can we go to a drive through I love V. Tell everybody who V is. We are fortunate to have V with us. He is Fox Sports security. He looks after us and he kind of knows where the bodies are buried with the both of us because you just start talking to him about everyday life. Oh he walks that, you know, he walks us out on the field. He stands with us. Do you know that V is a huge Seahawks fan? No. Loves the Seahawks. By yeah. the way, that's how he, professional he is because he doesn't even bring that he up. He doesn't say. What a yeah. guy that be. But we'll sit there and we'll be like, oh, God, best story. So, and I know we have to go. But when this year was really hard at halftime interviews because, um, you know, I couldn't be down on the field. So the coaches were down and I was one row up. You can't hear crap, especially in Seattle. It's loud. Pete Carroll's very fast talker. You know, he's not going to scream. I'm trying to ask a question. I'm laying on the floor what? of where the front row is because he's down low and is like standing up high to try no. to talk to me and I can't. So I'm laying on the floor to get my ear of the down stadium. There. You know, yes. You know who's laying with me? V. V. v wants to hear for me. I'm like, I can't freaking hear. And I need to know if Russell's okay. Stop. Like he just hit his hand really hard or something like that. And what is this defense going to do to get to Jared Goff and like things like that? And it's like, V, I said, V, I can't hear. And he's like, so he lays down on the floor. <laughs> Knock it off. Split the V dot the I curl the C-T-O-R-Y. He is victory mm -hmm. personified, that V. Um, you know who else is? 
Heather McMahon, and she's coming up next. Erin, you're the queen of our IG account. Handles again for our listeners and viewers. At Calm Down Podcast. And uh, tonight for the Lightning Game, I will not be giving a period-by-period recap because it's bad luck. Oh, man. All right. We'll Very talk to- superstitious. We'll uh, talk to Heather McMahon coming up after the break. This is Calm Down Podcast. Stay with us. You. Very superstitious. Riding on the wall. Guys, everyone loves a win, even if it's small. I had two big ones. I mean, congratulations to me. Let's celebrate. Finally cleaned out the fridge in the garage with all the nasty crap in the drawer from last Christmas, maybe even Thanksgiving. And I'm getting somewhere on my closet. Purging, organizing, what about you? My big wins have to do with the cute little animals up at the ranch. Simba, who's my rescue, graduated. He doesn't have to stay in the crate overnight. He can hang out with the big boys at night. And also my sweet little baby chicks are thriving. So no matter if your win is big or small, it's still a win. And it calls for a celebration. And who's cheering right beside you? Say it with me, Aaron. State State Farm. Farm. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. So talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. Erin, it's your first Mother's Day. I'm so excited for you. And guess what? So is Macy's because they have the perfect gift guide to making picking out gifts for your mom easy this year. Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas, perfect for anyone's style. My mom, she loves to garden. She loves flowers. She loves a floral gown. You heard me, floral gown. I know that Macy's Gift Finder will have the perfect suggestion for someone like her. So if you don't know what to get your mom or someone special in your life for Mother's Day, just remember, Remember, Macy's Gift Finder has the perfect idea for anyone special in your life. Mother's Day is May 12th. Shop by price, category, or gifts like headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid camera, Samsung smart TV, the frame. You can find it all on Macy's.com slash gift finder. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Well, you know how this works because you're um, a pod expert, so we don't need any more precursory conversations. What up, girl? What up? I'm going to tell you this right now. I fell in love with you because Aaron and I's friend Jen was like, I'm obsessed with Heather. This was years ago. She was on your tit from the jump. Okay? I love so it. Then, it's a good one to be on, by the way. Yeah. We're yeah at yeah, the yeah. Bruno Mars concert at the Super Bowl in Atlanta. Yeah. She forget Bruno Mars, forget Cardi B. This bitch beelines to you. She starts knocking people down. She gives you the biggest hug and she's like obsessing. I was like, she's like, it's Heather. And then the love affair really began. And then Aaron fell in love with you. And here we are. We're all just in love. Well, I love you. Can I tell you something? I don't know if I'm allowed to say this out loud. Whatever. I'm just going to say it. You can edit this out later. 
at that Bruno Mars concert, I didn't know I had never done mushrooms before. I didn't know that I had microdosed mushrooms. Somebody gave me a little piece of a chocolate, but I didn't know that's what it was. I was like, oh, a sweet treat. And so halfway through that concert, they ended up putting me on the jumbotron for the whole concert because I was having such a good time that the guy who was running the cameras was like, this chick is losing her mind. And like, this is the funniest thing ever. So then they're just blasting me on mushrooms, unbeknownst to me, um, all over the big screen. So that's how your friend found me. Yeah. Quick question about that. And I'm asking for a friend. Did you laugh so hard you peed your pants? I'm asking for a friend. I have never had such an emotional, hysterical journey. Uh, it was the greatest night of my life. And I didn't realize for three days later that that's what I was on. I just thought I had like a couple white wines and was feeling loose. It was great. Oh my God. So Heather, we have so much to talk about and we don't have that much time with you because you are such a busy lady. Good grief. Lots of things. We got a whole TV show about your life. Start from the beginning. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, you know, I'm in that production deal. So you never know what's up and what's down with these things. Yeah. Uh, Hollywood, it, it'll get you. But yeah, so I, we're just turning our script and we're waiting to get the green light for the show. And the show is called Good Grief. And it's a comedy based on my life. My dad passed away from cancer about six years ago and I picked up my life and moved home. And I literally moved in with my mom. And it was just like, that's really when my comedy career took off. I was living in LA, you know, going through the motions of what I thought I needed to do for my career. And it wasn't until I moved back to the South and I had a new perspective and like, kind of a new lease on life. I was like, all right, I'm in a really shitty situation. I got to make the best of it. And then that's kind of when my career took off. So this show is based on like that time when I moved home after my dad passed. And is that what you keep teasing on? Absolutely not. Like, is that what you keep teasing on your podcast? Okay. Cause I was saying to Chris, like she keeps saying, well, I'm, you know, I'm been grinding here. I got something going on. I'm like, is that what you're doing? Or you got something else happening here? Well, no, listen, I've got, I, I feel like very spread thin in the sense that I feel like when you're in entertainment, you have to have 16 different irons in the fire. Yep. You get it. Yeah. You get it. Like, oh, yeah. like if you don't have a podcast, you know how to do TikTok dances. Um, <laughs> you know, I've got a whole stand up tour. I got to finish. Like it's, it's kind of crazy. The amount of things it's not just like, Hey, you're an actor and you're on a TV show anymore. Hey, you're a commentator. You're doing sports. Like you have to have 16 different things going on at once or oh, you're yeah. not doing enough. So yeah, I'm, I'm exhausted, but I'm blessed. So I'm not going to, I'm not (laughs) going to complain at all. Hashtag blessed. Throw that in there. You mentioned going back home. So Heather, for the, for people that don't know you, which is only a handful of people sort of walk us back and you mentioned being in LA. Did you have aspirations of being an actress? I mean, like where did, where did the career start to present day? Um, sort of broad strokes for you. Well, I moved to New York right after college. I'd gotten a theater arts degree in Mississippi. And I was like, okay, this is it. Like, I knew I wanted to do like SNL or sketch comedy. And then I got more into stand-up. And then from New York, I moved to LA. And I was like, this is exactly where I need to be. And then I kind of had this, oh shit, aha life moment happen. My dad died very quickly of cancer. And so I just kind of picked up my life moved back to Atlanta. I thought it was just going to be like a two week thing, a month thing. You know, I come in like a hero, help my mom pick up the pieces, help my sister and I figure out what our new life looks like without our dad. And then I was here and I stayed and it was really wild how my career shifted. Once I think I had gone through something, I don't want to say like, yeah, it was traumatic, but I had just a totally different new perspective. And it made my comedy so much more rich because I, Mm -hmm. I was speaking from such from a, just a different, um, a different level. I don't know. And then 
And then I think it made me more relatable. And people were like, oh, okay, she's speaking from her real truth instead of putting on all these characters all the time. And so now, I mean, I still dabble and do characters and I love to put on a wig and a fanny pack and have some fun. But really I, my sense of like comedy is just my style of comedy storytelling and like, you know, sharing yeah. my own human experience. I can relate to that. And I like, it is, you know, I think I'm hilarious, but you're so right. People can relate to you. I get stalked publicly. I go through this massive trial. I get cervical cancer. And then women are like, we like her. She's not yeah. just a hoe on the sidelines. <laughs> now we like her. Now she's cool to be around. That's <laughs> hysterical. Like, yeah. on, you like me. You really like me. Yeah. But we know the grind, you yeah. know, of being a sideline reporter. We know the grinds of being in small towns or big towns, living out of a suitcase, being at hotels. I loved on your podcast this week, you talked about your tour and like you eat like shit, you get yeah. cheese boards. And then what's open at midnight? A freaking Wendy's. With, yeah. By the way, those chicken sandwiches, I would house. It's not a problem. And that's the yeah. same for us. Like we get done with a game. We've jacked ourselves up on coffee all day and I'm housing three red wines and a burger. But just talk about the grind of being a comedian so we can relate to it, you know, because we're not in that world. We're in sports. Well, listen, if you're doing like a local show, you know, you're in a dingy bar or like a basement improv oh, yeah. club. I mean, I came up in like the Upright Citizens Brigade world where we would literally do shows underneath a grocery store in this like dingy little club in New York. And then being on the road, I mean, listen, I love it. You it, as much as I love doing TV and film and all that, you can never take away that high, that rush you get from a live audience. Yeah. But I mean, I, you know, I thought my first big tour was going to be like staying at the Ritz. We were staying at like a Ramada <laughs> Inn by the airport because we had to catch a 6 oh, a.m. Yeah. flight. You know, you don't get off stage till 1 a.m. the night before. I mean, it is not glamorous. It is a hustle. It is a grind. You're just, you sweat for two weeks on the road. You're like, I don't know why I'm wet, yeah. but I'm just wet. That um, was me that from alcohol because I'm drinking every day. Hair dryer connected oh. to the wall in the bathroom. You know that's when it's oh, good. Oh, that thing's yeah. overheating because you can only yes. use it for 30 <laughs> seconds. And that thing always fucking breaks. And then you got to call down. You're never getting that thing within two hours. Oh, no. Forget it. Got to no, change rooms. It. Yeah. Yeah. When did you, you know, you mentioned obviously the, the I'm, I'm very sorry, of course, of the passing of your father and how quick that happened in changing sort of your perspective on everything. Did it kind of make you go, fuck it? Like, and you really yeah. giving yourself the license to say, like, I don't care if I make fun of myself or this or that anymore because the loss yeah. of someone so significant in your life puts it all into perspective. Oh, absolutely. I didn't give a shit. And so kind of how, and I, listen, my, my comedy hasn't changed. It's still who I am. I'm always very self-deprecating. Like I always make fun of myself first, but it was interesting. Mm -hmm. I kind of went through the grieving process publicly and it, but it was cathartic for me. Like I would share on Instagram yeah. stories and make videos and talk about it through characters. And it just became such a relatable thing where I was like, Oh, when you're going through grief, you really feel like you're the only one who's experiencing it. And then once you go through it, you're like, Oh, there's so many other people who have experienced this. There's so many other folks who are grieving different things. And I especially think over the last year, like all the shit we've been through, um, mm -hmm that everybody's kind of now had this collective like, oh shit moment. And it's just kind of, I don't know, it just pushes me to live in a joyful lane. Like my, my sense of comedy is just, I like to be joyful and I like to giggle and life's too mm. short and you got to enjoy every day and not take yourself too seriously. Like, yes, fuck it. I don't care. You know, if you don't like me, then, then keep moving because I got to do mm -hmm. what I got to do and bring myself joy. Where is Jeff Daniels is the real question. Yeah, where is he? So that for those dream of you, boat. 
that dreamboat. For those of y'all who are listening and you don't know, my husband's name is Jeff Daniels, but not the Jeff Daniels from the movie Dumb and Dumber or um, the newsroom. He's not the famous actor. Mm-hmm. Or Aaron's Italian- ex-boyfriend. Do you know, Heather, that the opening scene in Newsroom, Jeff Daniels comes back from vacation with this whore in the Bahamas. <laughs> now, of course, she's never actually dated Jeff Daniels, but right. Aaron Sorkin writes in her as the, the girl that he's dating in the show. How funny is that? Jeff Daniels. Look, it's all coming together. I did not know this. Also, how did you feel about that? Didn't know about it until people, you know, I never going to be honest, didn't really watch the newsroom at all. And then people started like talking about, you know, my name being used. And I was like, okay, first of all, could I make an appearance? Second of all, could I get paid? (laughs) This would be great. And then third of all, GMA allowed me to work, you know, the red carpet for the Oscars. And I actually met him and I was like dying. I was like, hey, I'm Aaron Andrews. Could I possibly be in season two? Yeah. (laughs) What are we doing here? Obviously, that went over really well. Right. I didn't get paid or be in it, but you know, so the yeah. only Jeff Daniels he you're said sleeping absolutely with is... not. <laughs> the only Jeff Daniels I'm sleeping with is my Italian stallion. And um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's upstairs reading a golf magazine. I mean, I don't know. He's obsessed. He's like semi-retired right now, which means he's just trying to, he plays golf seven days a week. I don't know what he does for work. He could be in the mafia. I don't know. <laughs> Um, but I asked him the other day, I was like, are you practicing for the senior tour? Cause I don't, I don't know what's going on. What are we here, doing, you, Jeff? Yeah. You need to get a job. So, um, oh he's just God. enjoying himself and playing golf all the time. I love it. You guys yeah. have a great relationship. It's just one of the many things people love about you is, is that well, you share everything. You. When did, when did this, I mean, by the way, you know, we're not going to let you get through this without mentioning the J-Law siding in the background at oh, your house. Yeah. Casual. Jennifer Lawrence is just sitting on the couch. What's Drinking. happening here? Okay. This is the wild thing. You forget that like, you know, you have a podcast and you forget that like people actually tune into this stuff or like, for, I forget <laughs> that people actually follow me on like social media. <laughs> so I get an email one day and it's just says from Jennifer Lawrence. She's like, Hey, huge fan. Love the podcast. Would love to chat. Shut up. I thought it was like Jennifer refreshes Lawrence. Email. Like, refreshes email. Yeah. Well, I thought it was somebody from accounting. I had no idea. I was like, oh, somebody, I, I just figured like I owed someone money. I did not think twice about it. And then she's like, call me. So I'm like, okay, I'll call Jennifer Lawrence in accounting. Like what, what's this bill I owe? And then literally it was just her. And she's like, hey, I think you're hysterical. You've gotten me through quarantine. And this last year, we just became like fast friends and she's a doll. She's so, so great. Oh my God. She seems like everything. I yeah, say to Aaron, so I worked the entertainment show extra and there were some real assholes. Uh, yeah. Let's just, you know, we won't name Jennifer Lopez right now, but let's get quiet. Let's get quiet. Um, but Jennifer Lawrence, I was always like loved interviewing her because she is just what you said, like would be that person that sends the email like, hey, love you. Let's be friends. I wanted to be friends with her, but she by proxy, I feel like we're all in this together. But yeah, she's amazing from afar. So great. And I got to say, Aaron slid in my DMs a while ago. And I was like, oh, my God. The Aaron and No, I did. I freaked out. And then I just adore you because you've been like sending me the kindest messages through fertility and all this shit that I've been going through. And it's just interesting, Mm. though, because this is how you meet people now in the modern day. It's not weird anymore just to get an email from somebody who's like, yo, watch yourself. Think you're great. Let's be friends. I love it. I just think it's very like... That's how I slept with some people, Heather. You know, you just gotta gotta do it. You know, as a single gal out there in the streets, I said, you take this to the DMs. And you know what? That blue check goes far because they're not responding with that that blue check. 
So yeah. let's get mm-hmm. a verification in here, you know, which by the way, Heather, as somebody, we've all had our fair share of meth needles um, amongst us three. And I, you know, big hug to you. We've all have done this and are doing this. Yeah. You started today again? Well, here's the, here's the irony of all this. I was trying to freeze my eggs because I'm, you know, 34 in my career, things are happening. I was like, I got to like have options. And then I Mm -hmm. got to do, started to freeze the eggs and they were like, your body's not responding to this. So it was a real mind fuck to be like, wait a minute, hold on. I thought I was being proactive and then it's not working. So therefore Mm -hmm. I had no idea fertility was an issue. And now I'm I'm going a second round. And if not, then I think I'm just gonna you know, we'll see, but you know, nobody tells you there's no manual when you get to college, like, Hey, you should learn about fertility. I really think there should be some sort of course, like a core curriculum class in, in school where you got to learn your freshman year. This is how your ovaries work. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is, this is no what fertility shit. is. Yep. No one tells you until it's too late. Mm-hmm. I know. I, no. I, mean, I and, went, I went, I mean, this one told me she, she encouraged me to go and then ended up going to the yeah. same place and helped me through all of it. I mean, that's leaning on your girlfriends for support in that. And I ended up only getting six eggs. I don't even know if they're viable or whatever. So it's like, and right. I, you know, I, I thought that I'd have a lot more anyways. We don't, you know, we never know, but it's good that you can lean on each other and support each other. No, six yeah. times over here. I fucking yeah. went six times. Look, it, it is a time, but I mean, there is some real, and I'll tell you, I, when I started, you got me through quarantine too. I know I'm not J-Law and I get it, but <laughs> no, like I there you. are times that I am <laughs> laughing my ass off and I'm watching you on IG and my husband's like, God, she's hilarious. And like, I was playing your IVF stories for him because yeah. I'm dying to know how Jeff was you I remember you talked about one of your girlfriends came over and you mixed she either mixed it for you whatever I mean I've actually been wasted because we were celebrating that we had just gotten one of the embryos that we had worked so hard for so we got hammered at our house and then my girlfriend called me and said can you come do this and I'm like looking at the file like oh shit do I have this right what how is Jeff when you're injecting what is he like because mine's watching Seinfeld laughing not helping me yeah, Jeff isn't either. And his yeah. his thing is that he has a fear of needles because he has baby mm. veins that he always okay. needs special <laughs> treatment when he gives blood. Men are, listen, I'm telling you, I've learned so much, A, just about how the female body works, but I'm like, we can yeah. do anything. I mean, listen, he's a support, but he's not going to inject me. And honestly, I wouldn't want him to. Yeah. I'm like, no, you got, he, he has like sl- slick fingers and he's always kind of like <laughs> jumpy. I'm like, I don't need you to be injecting. No, um, but, but, don't, do but have an open mind this time around, because okay. listen, this whole thing that I found out is it, it's a freaking science project. Okay. Your first time, it's like, unless we're cute and we're 26 and we have 17 million eggs to freeze, I'm adorable. Right. I obviously didn't get that. The second time around, they're like playing with the potions, right? right. It's like Harry Potter. They're playing with the mixtures. Then you're putting it in. And then that may not work. I mean, like I said, I did it six times. What a treat. I I got in the worst fight with my husband about peanut butter in a smoothie. Like we broke up <laughs> as I was hormonal. I mean, I know you've been talking about how hormonal you are, but I've been crazy. It's fine. You're so normal. Okay. Okay. I needed to hear that. You are. You are. Exactly. You're not alone on that. And speaking of no. um, marriages, though, Heather, you were going to have yes. the big wedding in Italy. You're still going to have one, right? I still think have so. The big- yeah. But yeah. You, you guys ended up getting married, too. I got married during quarantine. I also met my husband like five minutes before I got married because I was like, look, someone's into me. So let's just you right. know, knock let's, it let's out. Let's lock it up. <laughs> let's, before, he, before he changes his mind. I mean, fuck. So um, I I rushed my situation. But you guys got married in quarantine, but still are going to have the big wedding. Yeah. I mean, I 
I specifically chose to have a wedding in Italy so that I could cut the fat and I wouldn't have like 600 sorority sisters show up from the University of Mississippi. But then um, now we had to rush and go to the courthouse by the end of the year because everything that we've had to do has been so non-glamorous. Our accountant was like, hey, you'll save a lot of money if you file jointly. So uh, it was like (laughs) December 21st and we were like rushing to the courthouse to save a couple (laughs) dollars. Um, But yeah, I mean, listen, at this point, we've pushed it off another year. I'm like, do I want to have the party? Yes. Will I wear white at this point? Probably not, you know, but I'm always an animal print gal anyways. So, but I, I'm, I'm hoping to have that party one day. Yeah. Oh, uh, I love it. As, as newbies you- to the, oh, sorry, you go ahead. No, I was just going to say, what's your favorite? I was thinking about this last night because we were talking about Italy and how we can't wait to go back. Favorite dish in Italy, favorite just restaurant. What do you got Ooh. for me? Because I don't know where you like to go in Italy. I go everywhere, but I am okay. there. My heart is in Tuscany. I studied I haven't been there, there yet. Oh, girl, we'll we go. did. We've just done go. Amalfi Coast. Love Amalfi. It's rich. gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, very mm-hmm. rich. Um, mm-hmm. I, I love Tuscany though because I love just like you can get into these tiny little towns. There's one of my favorite yeah. restaurants. I don't even know the name of it, but it's this tiny town name called Monteregioni, and you just go mm. in and you just order whatever they're cooking, and they just make it. It's not one specific Ugh. dish. It's just, it's also that you can drink like three bottles of wine at lunch and it's never frowned upon, you know? No. Is there yeah. ever an early, t- I mean, I, I I may or may not have already opened up a Corona light that's sitting over there. I don't know. I mean, it's yeah. a Monday. We're here Literally. for it, right? Yeah. Ah, yeah. I mean, why not? Um, you know, your podcast, you mentioned to J-Law sending you the email because she loved it. She's not alone. Um, why did you want to start a podcast? And what has been, as you know, we're newbies in the space. What yeah. would be a piece of advice that you could give us? The, uh, the pros and the, the best advice that you got in the one thing we shouldn't do? Mm, great question. Well, Ooh. you know, it's interesting doing comedy. I think that the podcast is just another extension of like stand up. And mm-hmm. it's interesting. I got so um, bogged down in trying to have like these perfect guests and these big names. And I felt like, oh, I've got to yeah. have people and I've got to have somebody else carry it. But then it's like, I was carrying my own oh. show. So nowadays I just tease for the last like four weeks on my podcast. I've been like, we have a huge, exciting guest coming in that I've had no one on. It's just me. <laughs> um, and those end up being like the episodes that uh, like people enjoy the most where it's just me talking to a wall for an hour and a half, yeah. you know? Um, but I think it's just don't put the pressure on yourself to try and make it perfect. It's just whatever you're feeling in that moment is how, what you got to roll with, you know? Yeah, like, I, don't, I just, I, I think we all try to make everything so perfect and, and mm-hmm. tied up with a button and a bow, but like, screw it. Just say how you're freaking feeling. You know, mm-hmm. I got to tell you, my girlfriend, she texted me whatever day it was the day after your last one came out and you were talking about being out and we are back yeah. and the Neo song being on and you were, you know, <laughs> g- getting after it. And yeah. she just texted me and she goes, you guys, this podcast, I like feel it in my soul. Well, yeah. cut to Saturday. We were feeling a lot of things in our soul. We were all together and um, we were just having a time. And as I kept saying, we were passing the remote around of who wanted to play what music wise. Someone put on like a prayer. I started reenacting the video. (laughs) I was screaming, give me a Pepsi. A lot of my friends are in their early 30s, so they didn't get it. Right. Um, But I was like, give me a Pepsi. My girlfriend who had texted me about you, I was like, her name is Heather as well. I'm like, Heather, this is like the podcast. And she's like, I feel it in my soul. Like it was just, we were dropping down, you know, like like you and the hair was getting wrapped around. Like it was a time. I miss, I'm not even a nightclub girl, but I miss being in like a, 
tight bandage dress from like BB oh, or Charlotte oh, Herb Leger. What was it? What was that? Oh, that one we well, could never see, afford. So I'd have to get the knockoff. Yeah, yeah, we get the BB knockoff. The, uh, yeah. I, I always thought it was BB and then somebody said it was Bebe. And I'm like, Bebe. listen, if I stand too close to a fire or a loose cigarette in this dress, like the whole place is going to burn down. Um, and I'm not talking about my extensions, but yes, no, the dress. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the dress. I mean, those, I just, I w- went on this girl's trip with some of my girlfriends and we were just like in a beach bar and they're blasting like Pitbull, which is like my favorite artist. And I just felt so alive. I had a cold drink in my hand and I just, my Ugh. hair was matted to the back of my neck. I was so sweaty from dancing. And I was like, I feel slutty and I feel fabulous. <laughs> right? Well, when Mr. Worldwide's on, nothing can go uh, wrong. But it yeah. is, can you, I can't, I mean, there's already a little bit of chaos in the streets because everyone's right. just like, yeah. fuck it. This yeah. summer is going to, a lot of people are getting STDs, pregnant, yeah. things are happening yeah. over here because while on, I mean, what? Why? I'm not even mad at it. We don't even know how to control ourselves. And that's the thing. Like when things started to kind of open up and I was going back out for work meetings and working again, I'm like, oh, I like I'm a social butterfly and I don't know how to like have a cool conversation (laughs) with somebody. I didn't even know like what to do with my body. Like my body language has been weird. So then when I really got to like let my hair down, I was like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna be clubbing this summer. I don't know why, but you're just gonna find me in a dirty nightclub, probably by myself. Not even with Jeff. Not even with my girlfriend. Just, I'm going to go out for a solo trip. <laughs> I um, died when you were on your IG and you had just you. I think you were visiting New York and you were like you had a cab salve in your hand. Yeah. and You were like, this is just how it, I feel. You ordered a goddamn arugula pizza or something. I yeah. was like dying because I get it. Yeah. Like we just want to be back to that. Back to it. Yeah. How is Atlanta yeah. these days? It's hot. It's hot. Atlanta. <laughs> um, it's great. I mean. I never, it's so funny. Every time I leave Atlanta, it pulls me back. You know, I like left to go do the thing and then it just drags me back. And so we were living in New York during the pandemic and came down here to keep an eye on my mom. And my husband looked at me and he's a born and raised New Yorker. And he was the one who was like, you want to get out of New York? I was like, you said it, I didn't. But if you're the New Yorker and you want to bounce, I'm ready to bounce. (laughs) So it's great. I mean, I, I love being here. I love being back in the South. So we're having a good time. We're chilling. How's your mom? We love your mom. I mean, who doesn't? What a hoot. She just tells it like it is. Yes. And looks great. Yeah, she does. Listen, okay, since y'all are in like, you know, the world, and I know, I know, especially Aaron, you know, some um, big like uh, football owners. My mom, yeah. is like, my mom is looking for like, uh, what's oh, his name? Robert yeah. Kraft level. Arthur Blank. Arthur Blank. Mm, no, bro, yes. Well, he's got a girl. Well, yes, uh, they all do until, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. they meet your mom. Yeah. yeah. That's a good exactly. idea. That is great for me. Hot on the trail for your mom. That'd be perfect. And my mom used to always say, she's like, I don't understand why these girls go for the play. Go for the guy who owns the team. And I'm like, yeah, Red. Yeah. Amen. It. Who's signing yeah, those amen. checks, mom? Mm-hmm, exactly. That's right. I yeah. love it. We got to find. Well, I mean, your Rolodex is way more extensive than ours. I feel like you could connect some dots. What, mine? Yeah. yeah. No, I know. I know. Like, yeah, I know Oscar winners, but they don't They, they <laughs> don't have any connections to, you know, I, I need a, a sports owner. I need some guy. Who owns, By like, the way, the Oscar winners are football rich, you know, yeah. there's a yeah. different, different rich. Hey, That's can great. I, cause I lived in Atlanta for a while. Yeah. I still have a 404 number. I may give it to you just because oh, I want you to do. have it. Yes. Um, oh, I will. Yeah. Um, but 
you always talk about the hen house and I want to go there so bad. It's the hen house, right? It's called hen mother cookhouse. And it's oh, right. Oh, sorry. Hen mother. No, yeah. Hen mother cookhouse. It's amazing. But it's, you, did you it? ever go to the Flying Biscuit? Because I would go there every second day. I loved the Flying Biscuit. Listen, love the Flying Biscuit. But once you have Hen Mother Cookhouse, it'll change your life. And I found Chef Soraya. I literally was like bitching on um, Instagram one day. I was like, where is there? Like, and now that I move back, where do I get great breakfast? And she messaged me. She's like, girl, I'm down the street from your house. So it is in the burbs, but it's incredible. I think Atlanta's one of these cool cities where I think it has the best of everything. We have incredible yeah. restaurant scene. We've got Southern hospitality. We've got great shopping. We have great nightlife. Like, you know, if we're not in a pandemic, we're thriving. So the city's coming back and I'm, I'm so excited to be back. Awesome. I love it. Heather, you're very busy, but um quickly, of course, you've got the podcast, absolutely not. Yeah. You've got good grief. You've got um yeah. Love Hard, uh, a new Netflix movie. What can you tell us about that? Um, it's hysterical. It's coming out this Christmas. Put Netflix on my vision board and they hired me, so it works. Um that's wait, all yeah. you have to do. You do yeah, a vision that's what board? I'm gonna do. Yeah. Time out. You do a vision board because I've never I done one and I feel like I should. No? Listen, it's so cheesy. I did it one time. I was very no, like stoned on New Year's Day, hungover. And I was like, I'm just going to do it because I like arts and crafts. And then two years later, everything came true. And it really freaked me out. So now I do it. And it's wild. I just think Aaron, it's we're doing it. Yeah, yeah, you should do it. What do you do with it? Do you look at it every day? Do you say a prayer? What do you do? Um, I kind of, you know what? I keep it in my office. Like I have it like right over my desk and I just kind of look at it. And then as things come to fruition, I feel like it's just constantly keeping what you want to do and your goals, like in your, okay. the forefront of your subconscious. You know what I mean? Yeah. I love, okay. I've thought mm -hmm. about it too. And I used to think it was cheesy. And I was like, are we doing this? Are we cutting out the magazine? Do we even have magazines to cut out? What's going on here? But I'm going to do it because if you look, I'm going to follow it, in your footsteps, sister, because it's all, it, it's shit all working. Came true. All, it's, yeah. it's wild how much how many things I've been able to like check off the vision board. I'm like, guys, I did this kind of ironically and it's insane. So, yeah, done. We can have a vision um, board party. We'll take mushrooms and, and do our two crafts. That sounds like Don't a perfect Tuesday for me. <laughs> um, Heather, you're busy. We appreciate your time. Thanks for having me. We need a calm down award. Yep. Before we let you go, who needs to calm down? I'll tell you, and I'm calling one out on, on the women out there. What ladies need to calm down when they say, just have a baby. You know what I mean? Why aren't you just having the baby? You don't know yep. what I'm going through. You don't know whether I'm dealing with fertility. You don't know whether it's not the right timing. The, the, these women who come up to you and they're like, why aren't you, why aren't you pregnant? Why don't you have a baby? Why aren't mm -hmm. you a mom? You have no idea. Calm the fuck down. Let deal with your ovaries and I'll deal with mine. And in the meantime, we can support one another, but I'm not dealing with you asking me why I'm not pregnant yet. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Check, please. Yeah. We hear you, Heather. We are yeah. with you on all of that. The community that is Instagram that brings people together and podcasts, you know, it all works out. So thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. And we'll continue to support all of your endeavors. It's awesome to see you succeed the way you are. Give Listen, Jeff our love. Y'all are amazing. Oh, I will. Yeah. I will. Y'all are amazing. Uh, Aaron, send me your number. Well, you know, we'll do our vision boards. I got you. We'll do our boards. Um, your bio says <laughs> she's the best friend everybody wants. I tell everyone she already is. So there you go. You know what I mean? <laughs> There you go. Bottoms up. Oh, girl. I'll see you at hand mother. We'll get some, we'll get some drinks and do some mushrooms and make vision boards. Oh my gosh. I love you. <laughs> Bye, Heather. Thank Bye, you. Thank you. Thank you. Calm Down with Aaron and Carissa is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Life is full of personal wins. I'm still waiting for mine. Whether it's cleaning your house or getting that dream car, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling your home and auto. Chrissy, you're always on top of all of this. Well, I am very deficient in some areas, but this is not one of them. I also love how personal State Farm is. I love my State Farm agent, Mike. Shout out to Mike. And guess what? Today, you guys can talk to a State Farm agent to learn how to bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, wait for it. State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability amount on discounts and savings and eligibility vary by state. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.